Hello and welcome to the Betfred Legends. As we record this, all the Premier League football is on, but it looks like we're going to have another shocking weekend of weather. So stay in, watch your telly, have a bet. I'm joined by uh, Gary Owen. And Gary, let's start on Europe first of all. Where is City going? We're going to Greece, Aris of Salonika. Um, I do know a little bit about them, actually, because I spent a bit of time in Greece uh, a season and a bit, and I did play against Aris of Salonika. Everything's changed now, but City have got a... I've got to go through on, on that. Uh, it's a good draw. draw. It's a great draw for us, and we're away first. Uh, I hope that Roberto Mancini doesn't underestimate them because now it's last 32, you have to take it serious. And most importantly for City fans, you can get the easy jet to Greece, can't you? I understand that, but if I was you, if you're going easy jet, do the priority booking. You're on before the rest. Right, so uh, book early if you're going. Let's talk about the rest of the uh, uh, Europa League. Liverpool have got Sparta Prague. Uh, Rangers, tough game against Sporting Lisbon. Right, the tie of the round in the Champions League is a repeat of a 2006 final. Arsenal versus Barcelona. You know something, I know what's going to come out of the Arsenal camp. They're going to say, well, you have to, be, you have to beat the best teams if you want already to win. already saying that. Yeah, they're already saying it, which is not. You want to avoid the best teams so you get to further on. Um, I can't see the way... Barcelona's got to have an off day. Arsenal's got to have a great day. It's usually the other way around when Arsenal playing teams. Normally, Arsenal's got to have a bad day and the opposition has got to have a good day. But Barcelona's so good. I can only see one winner. And I'm sorry, Arsenal. And again, it looks as though uh, Mr Wenger will end up with nothing in Europe. Well, Arsenal have drifted for the uh, Champions League outright. Uh, Barcelona have shortened up after that draw. Uh, right, uh, certainly uh, Sir Alex Ferguson and Carlo Ancelotti. Uh, United play Marseille, uh, Chelsea play Copenhagen. They'll be quite pleased with that. Yeah, they will. Chelsea will be more pleased, I think. I think it's a good draw for Chelsea. Uh, Gabriel Heinze, who I know, will be coming back to Old Trafford, so that'll be nice for him. But it won't be an easy game for United against Marseille. They've scored a few goals in this uh, Champions League so far. Uh, Listen, in the Champions League, when you play in Europe, you'd be a fool to underestimate any team. So, um, you know, although you'd fancy United and Chelsea to go through, don't be surprised if there might be a little bit of a hiccup with the Red Men from Manchester. Okay. And Spurs back to the San Siro. AC Milan this time. Yeah, does lightning strike twice. Can Gareth Bale impress like he did against Inter Milan? Uh, I mean, that was a one-off game. Yeah, that was a, a career. Spurs will know a score against them, though, won't they? So they've got a chance. Yeah, they will. AC Milan uh, leading the uh, uh, the La Liga at the moment. So it'll be a tough game for Tottenham. Um, they will fancy because of the scoring, but they give a goals away too easily. And that might be the problem when you start getting into the latter stages of the Champions League in particular, because you can't afford to give the better teams gold starts. And... Uh, if Tottenham are going to um, go through on this one, they're going to have to be very tight away. OK, let's turn our attention to the Premier League. Manchester United, 11-8 favourites now. Chelsea, 2-1. Chelsea, 9-2. Man City, 7-1. Just two points behind. And Spurs, 33-1. But Gary, Spurs, uh, sorry, City fans on Saturday, you go top of the league and then you find out Carlos Tevez has put in a transfer request. The timing was shocking. A strange, disappointing... Uh, but you know why he had to come out at this time I've no idea um, if he did have a problem why is it coming out when we go top of the league why is it coming out just before uh, you know we've got a run of games that could easily find us top of the premiership come uh, January because we've got Everton at home which for us is always a bogey side we hope we can overcome them then we've got Villa that we normally do well against and then Blackpool at home you're looking to take maximum points from those three games the way the team have played if that does happen City could be top of the Premiership come the end of January the 1st. 
Do you think this situation can be resolved? Because it can't be about Doe, can it? Because he's on a fortune. It can't be about money. You know, he's probably the highest paid player at Manchester City and, you know, they've made it very clear that they're prepared to pay the wages to bring the best players there. So it can't be about wages. Um, I think there's, a, there's been a disagreement between um, Tevez's agents and uh, Manchester City. What that disagreement is, I don't know. I've heard different um, arguments, both out of the City camp and from um, Carlos's agents, and it doesn't make sense to me. So... I can't see the club wanting to let him go. We're in a position now where we're looking to kick on. I would be the most surprised person in the whole of the world if Carlos Tevez leaves in this transfer window. I'm not saying he might not leave in, in summer if, if he's still got a grievance with our football club or his agent does, but I would be very surprised if Carlos Tevez leaves, leaves our club unless we bring in a big-name, high-profile player that will take his place, and I don't think you can do that in January. I love watching Carlos Tevez. That's 31 goals in 38 Premier League appearances now uh, for the Argentinian. So your gut feeling, we've definitely got Carlos Tevez for the rest of his season in the Premier League, but who knows what's going to happen in the summer? I think so. I think, um, uh, I think if he was made available, I think there would be clubs that would be looking to, to take Carlos Tevez, but there'll only be a select few that will be able to afford Carlos Tevez because he won't be being sold for £26 million. That's a certainty what we paid for him. In, in my opinion, he's a far better player than when he joined us. He's proven that with his goal scoring. 39 goals in 60 games. As you already said, 31 in 39 Premiership games. So you can see that's a value to anybody. Ronaldo went with his goal scoring feats and he was more of a wide player but scored goals for £80 million. So Carlos Tevez at £26 million, you won't believe Manchester City, I don't think, for that price. So City play on Monday night against Everton and Gary's alluded to it uh, a bit of a bogey side Everton have won five out of the last six against Man City City not scored in the last two against Everton either uh, Tim Cale eight to one score first Tevez four to one score first if he plays yes uh, Mikel Arteta will be missing I think still through suspension I think Pienaar will be missing I think he's, he's got an injury so they're going to be down on two but Cale I mean you know he's not the biggest of players but he certainly can score goals. He gets up and he scores more headed goals than I've ever seen anybody for his size. He'll have to be watched, but there's other dangerous players for Everton also. So it'll be a tough game for us, but I can, I can see us taking maximum points. OK, let's work back. Four o'clock, Stamford Bridge. Uh, Chelsea 11-10, to 10, the draws 9-4. Manchester United 11-4. to 4. Manchester United three points clear of Chelsea with a game in hand. Uh, Manchester United unbeaten in 12 away games. It's only one in seven for Chelsea. United not won at the bridge since uh, 2002 when they won 3-0. And just very quickly, we're doing double delight hat-trick heaven on this game as well. So this means if your first goal scorer selection scores first and then scores again, we'd double the odds. If we've got a hat-trick, we'd treble the odds. So, for example, Rooney is 11-2 to two to score first. If he scores first and then scores another, you'll get 11-1. to one. Right, four o'clock Sunday. I think it's going to be uh, parking up the bus on both sides. No, Neither of the sides can afford to get beat. Uh, United probably could of the two because they're, they're leading the table at the moment, but they will not want to get beat. Neither will Chelsea. I think you'll see a very cautious game. United will play 4-5-1, no two ways about it, and they will look to try and catch Chelsea on the break. Chelsea will be making sure that they don't push too many men forward in case they get caught. So it's going to be very interesting. And it'll be like a chess game. If there's an early goal, then you see some proper football. If there's no goals by half time, it might just be a damp squid. So what are you going to stick it down as your coupon? Both teams to lose. Both teams to draw. <laughs>
<laughs> right, the draw for Gary, 9-4. to four. Uh, The other uh, game on a telly on Sunday is Blackpool versus Spurs. Spurs only won one game outside of London this season. That was uh, away at Stoke in all competitions. Blackpool, big price, 4-1. Uh, to one. And the live game on Saturday night is Liverpool versus Fulham. Uh, Liverpool are 4-7, to seven. the draws are 11-4. to four. Uh, Fulham as big as 6-1. to one. The last two fixtures between these two sides at Anfield have finished 0-0. Liverpool Fulham. Interesting because Royalton against his former side, Mark Hughes will be looking to try and stop all this run of draws and he must he must have a record for being the most draws for a manager in his managerial career because he drew a lot at Manchester City, he's drawn a lot at Fulham um, and draws don't get you in the right end of the table. They are looking over their shoulder, they will be cautious but I think Liverpool will have enough, uh, especially if Steven Gerrard could be back and Torres, he's got to start firing sooner or later. Liverpool will be too strong for Fulham, can only see one winner and that will be Liverpool. Uh, Torres is 44 in 48 Anfield in the Premier League he's 5-2 to two to score first right we're running out of time sorry if we've not spoken about your team but it doesn't matter who you support when it comes to goals galore does it? it doesn't I've got mine I've gone a bit um, conservative this week I've gone for four when goals score but that still gives me nice odds of 9-1 to one. so uh, after having my six that got me 33 I'm now looking Whoa. yeah I'm now going for I'm, I'm playing with the with my winnings and I'm going for 9-1 to one. I've got four if that comes in then you'll see some proper spending over Christmas <laughs> when both teams score it's goals galore it's a good fun bet and finally all I'm going to say is vote AP McCoy for BBC Sports Personality 15 times champion won the Grand National on Don't Push It he has Jelly Baby for his lunch and a piece of fish for his tea he has a piece of toast for his breakfast the man puts his body on the line every single day vote AP vote AP but goal for Phil the power how many world championships has he won the odds 15 are, the odds are 10 to 1 that's good betting but I think no Gary AP this year the power can have it next year and don't forget the dance is on at the moment at the Annie Pally see you next week <laughs>